0: This podcast is part of the Other Side Podcast Network.
1: Welcome to Maker's Corner, episode 13. My name is Yannick, I'm the French guy from Switzerland, and yes, we are back. We are woo-hoo. back from hiatus. Yeah, hoo-hoo. And you just heard the voice of my good friend and co-host, Nate. Hello, Nate. How are
0: you? I couldn't be any more excited. Actually, nice. I, probably, I probably could be, but that wouldn't be a good excitement. This is the best <laughs> kind of excitement I could possibly have. <laughs>
1: That's great. Yes. So, as you may or may not have noticed, we have been on a quite a prolonged hiatus. Um, I don't, you know, I don't think I I have to give any explanation, but I'm gonna give just a single one. Life happened, you know, um, when the pandemic started. Uh, lots of stuff changed. Priorities changed, and uh, unfortunately, this podcast was not on my priority list uh but it is now back on said list and we are uh recording again. Yay! Well, Fresh content.
0: I, I am excited truly. Um I've missed yes, doing this.
1: Me too. Yeah, me too.
0: So it's it's nice to kind of you know meet up with you again in a virtual sense.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> um so on on this episode I thought uh we could Try to catch up. Of course, we're not gonna catch up on everything we we did the, the past uh, year. I think it was a year. Yeah, about a year. It's about a year. Yeah. Just a year. Yeah. Um, we're not gonna catch up on everything we did this past year in in just one episode. But maybe we just can go, um, you know, over a few of the projects we we did um, during this year. And I know you have something something to talk about about something Linux-y, Linuxy, geeky
0: stuff. Vin- vintage techie. Yes, all all the see all vintage the above. Techie. So, um, about, I don't know how long ago it was now, uh, a few months ago, I stumbled on this project called PyMiga. I, I did talk about this on, um, on, uh, I think on DLN Extend or something like that, but, um, only in brief. And what, what, uh, what I'm excited about is it's, so it, the, the Amiga was my, my second computer love. So I, I do have for, for all three people watching on Twitch, which I'm probably, <laughs> you and I are probably two of them, um. I have, this is an Amiga 600, it was my first Amiga I got Which I found out uh, years later Like a couple of years ago Actually maybe 2018, 17, maybe 16 I don't know That it was the worst Amiga ever built uh, Which made me kind of sad but, uh, but I still liked it anyway it, was, it opened up me to a whole new world of, of uh, graphics And sound and all kinds of fun stuff Going from the Commodore 64 to the Amiga And um, anyway So there's this project called Pi Amiga And what it is it? It turns a Raspberry Pi into an Amiga it has it does some fancy things, so the pi four it's built around the pi four or four hundred and work and I like it on the four hundred, which is packed away right now because i'm moving but um Ooh. what I, what i like about the it it the pi four hundred is kind of like the amiga six hundred as in it's a smaller you know it's all it's an all in one machine it has ports on the back and everything else and um anyway, so I started getting like started playing with the project and interacting with the uh uh with the the guy that that Built it that designed it that is working on it. His name is uh Chris, Chris Edwards. Hold on, I'm gonna now, now that I just said that, I'm gonna make sure that I got his name right so I don't sound like a total numpty. Um, but, <laughs> but I, what I, yeah, good, I think it's Chris Edwards. We'll double check here, we'll
1: put that into show notes, yeah, send me just, a link just in, the
0: in case. Um, but anyway, so what happened was. Um yeah Chris Edwards. I was right, Ha! all right, see now uh-huh. I pat myself in the back that hey, I didn't mess that up because there's another Chris guy that i I'm falling to, but anyway he um i I, I downloaded the um the, you know, using the torrent, I torrented the file in or whatever I you want to put that and and I was playing with it, and I've really enjoyed it, and I liked it, and you know played different games and and figure out how to do little convert, uh, uh configuration things. but there was a, an issue I had, like getting started with it like he had he has a really good write up, really good tutorial. Uh, or I should say, yeah, read me file, I should say, on his, um, like in the package and everything else. But there was like a, kind of a few little nitnoid pieces that were missing that I think are like, you know, if you're in the Amiga scene, they're just, you just know what that is. And it's like the how to, basically, how to deal with the ROMs, the kickstart ROMs. So I decided I would go step by step using his uh, read me. And I built a page on cubicleate.com slash pymiga so I could make it real easy. And then I, I noticed he doesn't actually have a web page at all. So what I did was I registered the PyMega.com and all that fun stuff. And I just have it as a redirect right now. But as, in, in order to help him out with this project, he doesn't want to do anything with web design or whatnot. And he was, I, was, I said, look, I'm going to register these, but these are yours. If you ever want to you know do something with it that's outside what I'm doing, I will immediately transfer them to you. There's no, I will not keep those. You, know, you have my honor from some stranger on the internet. And... Uh, <laughs> So, uh,
1: it, it it has more value than some, you know, official people.
0: <laughs> sure. Uh, and I don't want I don't want any money from it. You know, like, I would not want to take anything. This is my contribution to the project. Outside of me now supporting it on Patreon, because I want to. And, um... Anyway, so i I kind of been going through... As I've had time now, time has been really, really limited. But going through, like, the step-by-step uh, to include, like, how to do all the different things. So basically, you can go from I know absolutely nothing to... Getting rolling with the Pi MEGA, basically, is, is, was was the intent, and that's what I've what I've done, and it's not done yet. It's still under construction. There's some basically everything like to just get started with it. And then I have linked to his Patreon and everything else on there as well. Uh, then how to like basically how to to uh, set. I'm um, I'm just now getting to the Wi Fi and the display portions of it, but I've had to kind of press pause on that for the last three weeks or so for uh, for life stuff. But okay. um, but I as I have time, I just kinda, I'm going in there. I'm kind of adding little bits uh, from basic taking the readme and kind of um, breaking some of it up into different, like, more um, easy-to-digest bits. So, um, yeah, that's what I've been working on. It's been it's been a fun project. Yeah. I, I can't really... It's hard right now because everything's packed away, but um, but it's, it's a project that I'm really excited about because I love the Amiga. Uh, I think there's some other things that can be done with it as well. And it's nothing against the retro machines, but it's like another way to have fun with the Amiga, like, with new hardware, if people want to do so know that he can use whatever joysticks you want and so forth so it's it's exciting for me uh i get and i can contribute just ever so slightly toward uh toward mr chris edwards and you know hopefully you know make it easier for people to try it as well but uh, i I, nice yeah i will be beta testing uh pymega 2 after i'm settled in it'll be released this fall so i'm gonna start the beta testing on that for him as well but um yeah just a small small tiny tiny itty bitty contribution to his
1: well, his every contribution counts. So there's no,
0: there's no uh,
1: lesser value, uh, you know, in contributing in, in one way or another. Oh, I think so. so. That's that's great. I basically just. So I, I have I have a ton of questions sure. now about, about that. So it's a, it turns your Raspberry Pi into an an, an Amiga. So yep. when it boots, your um you're in uh whatever OS the Amiga had um,
0: back then. Or yep, correct? Yeah. Okay. So it is running on top of raspbian so there's there's a linux okay. underbelly to it but it's almost invisible to you the user essentially so it just boots right into the amiga operating system once you have everything con- set correctly
1: okay so so it's it's uh an, an emulator then
0: it, it is essentially an or emulator it? yeah it's an emulator because it's using yes. the, the arm hardware and it's got to emulate the 68k the okay. m60 the Motorola 68k line, you know cpu and it it makes for a very fast Amiga, and it makes for a very convenient way of of getting Ooh. going with it. So, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty so, exciting.
1: How do you get uh, software on that? Oh, um, well, you can use you need to use a floppy disk or something. I,
0: I suppose you could. Uh, I haven't tried that. But that's a, that's a really good idea.
1: No, uh, I have I have a I have a somewhere here, around here a. Three, uh, yes, that's three and what three? Three and a half. And a half inch floppy disk, uh, USB floppy disk reader, and I, I, I plugged that into um, my computer, and it, it, did see the, the device. So I guess you could add that to your Pi Mega.
0: I think yes, you probably that, could. Exactly. Now these are this. Yeah. It's a three D printing of a save icon. It's pretty exciting.
1: <laughs> so yeah. So how do you get your, your software on, on the Amiga? So you
0: through now the uh it comes with a lot of software as is, but you can uh a mm-hmm. couple ways. You configure the Wi Fi uh in on, yeah. and then you can actually just download it with on the Amiga mm-hmm. side. You can also uh pop in a USB drive as well and that'll work. So there's just some, some other parameters you have to kinda like tweak and then it'll it'll work. But it gives yeah, it gives a lot of functionality It makes it really easy just to you know, play games it's really for games at this point or if you want to do i guess yes. like retro art pixel art if you want, if you want to do like artwork on it um that's yeah. that's kind of a thing
1: that was one of that's was one of my question back in the days the amiga was uh really uh one of the use of the amiga was the the demo scene where you mm-hmm. would pop a an a floppy in your or whatever it was it was at the time for the amiga and then you would have Fancy animated graphics with uh, 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 chip tunes, mm-hmm. and often the, the 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 guys who did that they went overboard to try and get the maximum FPS and and play with interruptions and stuff like that. Can you can you kind of do that with the uh, PyMega? or is it? Um, oh, is there it that like the, the emulation layer is too um, the maybe not 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 fast enough to do that.
0: No, it, the, it's definitely fast enough to do that. The question's really going to be how accurately can it emulates it. I know with the emulation of the uh, with the Commodore 64, that's pretty much you know they, they basically can emulate every quirk of the machine, so that that's nice. fine. But on the Amiga, I'm not really sure on the demo scene. I know that there are a lot of demos that in his bundle of, of software. I, I never got into the demo stuff so much on the Amiga. I, I was more into that on the Commodore 64 because I was impressed by what you can do with 64k. But um, but on the on the Amiga, I, I, I don't know. I, I would assume that it would be just it would work just as well. But I can't I can't say for one hundred percent certain certainty.
1: Does the Amiga OS or whatever its, yep, it what its name is, yes, yeah. workbench? Like I said, can can that access the uh, four or eight uh, megs of memory on the Pi Four, or is it limited to whatever was back then? So where to some OS stuff?
0: there there is some OS limitations and I don't know if that's going to be broken at some point in time like as far as be able to expand it but it has a total of I think it's uh 128 meg of fast memory I think 8 meg of chip mem and then some amount of slow memory so there, there are three different okay. tiers of memory in the Amiga I don't know how much of the slow memory it had uh but it does have the uh, you know as far as Amiga goes, it has a lot uh more than it could use uh, effectively. Yeah. I know so I know there's I a guess... way to get more, but I, I'm not I'm not really hundred percent sure. It has to do with like which which chip, which uh CPU you're emulating, I believe, and it's that one's set to emulate the sixty eight oh two oh, I believe. But um Okay. But I, I haven't dug into that aspect of it yet. I'm I'm more in the in the um just the horsing around and playing, not mm-hmm. seeing how far I can make the thing uh go, I guess.
1: No. okay, and so then i guess you you tried a few games what what games did you try
0: so uh lemmings of course, because that was one of the games that I got on there and um that was fun and then actually i was i spent most of my time playing with the it's actually not workbench that it's running it's another uh i don't wanna say desktop because that's that that is a a linuxy thing <laughs> But another, uh, another,
1: that was a de, yeah, <laughs> the D-E at the time. It's
0: essentially another de that sits on top of it. Yeah. Um, I, I can't remember the name of it now offhand. Oh, scalos, and it's a workbench replacement, and it provides some additional functionality. It's it's an open source replacement essentially. So because you can still run workbench on it, but you have to make sure you have it's all legal beagle because of, you know there's there's still yeah. there's still owned by a company.
1: So yeah, I guess the games too are it's just uh, it's slightly. It's the same with every emulator. Do you right. do you have the right to have the ROM if you don't have the game? That's uh, but just use the uh, ROMs from games you own, and uh, you should be you should be okay.
0: Right. So I, I have a lot of I have a lot of Amiga games. Uh, Lemmings being one of them. Shadow of the Beast yeah. being another. Um, and there's like the one game that I, I really enjoyed playing back in the day was something called Ducktales, like the the cartoon Ducktales. It was a um, mm-hmm. uh, there was a game where you basically had to get more. Gold than glom gold, it was the whole premise of the game So all these different little mini games you play and uh I, I i will say now it's still a fun game to play, but there is a little bit of rose colored glasses that that I did notice kind of kind of uh wedged its way in there because it was a i i couldn't believe how mm, not lackluster the frame rate was, I guess you could say <laughs> um, but it's well,
1: st- yeah i guess I guess in our memories those those games. Whether they are on on console or uh, or Amigas or C sixty four or even the games on, in the in the arcade palace, yeah, you know, they, we 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 remember the game as uh, great and, and almighty and things like that. But then I guess when we look at them right now, there's this retro feeling. But it's called yeah, it's called retro feeling for for reasons right. that the nostalgia. Yeah, it, yeah, may might it, not be that.
0: It's That's it's great. still fun though. I, I'm not really into the um, so like, Amiga was kind of fell short a little bit on the 3D shoot 'em up um, mm-hmm. era. Like like it originally said it could never run Doom, and then uh, it can now, and because you can run Doom on a toaster. So, but uh, someone optimized yeah, it and so forth. And there's a lot of other games, like a lot of um, early 3D the games for the PC and DOS, and the DOS land have been ported to the Amiga. I haven't tried any of those, uh, mostly because those don't uh do it as much for me although i think i should try descent that's that's the one game that i really enjoyed i wonder if that, i wonder if amiga can do that i have no idea but it'd be fun just to um it's fun just to play right now with with all the different functions i've just mostly been digging into like the scale os the scalus uh workbench replacement because it is um it's neat to see i guess the old amiga workbench like i i also loaded up on the amiga 1200 i have here just kind of did some side by side comparisons and whatnot. And it's definitely an enhancement over Workbench 3.1, but there's now a new new Workbench. I'm really confused by the numbers. Um, it's uh, <laughs> actually, uh, but it's it's really fun to to play, and it's also it's interesting. Um, I guess the uh, what what is r- truly interesting for me is is I I thought, you know, the uh, Workbench was the was the pinnacle, of the cat's pajamas of sorts of of all desktop interfaces. And when I went to Windows, I was like, ugh. And then, uh, then there was like a four-year gap where I didn't really use the Amiga. I was using Windows before I went to Linux, and then that's when I started using KDE, and then KDE now Plasma. And uh, and so, I would kind of sort of forgotten the the workflow uh, of of Workbench. I've noticed, and just certain things that I, I do just automatically, not like like tiling windows side to side or flipping uh, uh, desktops or, or uh, virtual desktops. Or whatever mm. you want to call them, doing doing the all that, and so I'm kind of like, yeah, the, I guess Workbench is nice, but it's just it's not as nice as I remember, and and so <laughs> forth. Uh, all these little yeah. things, like I I guess I didn't remember how, I don't realize how great I have it now for a desktop. Yeah. I mean, it's not bad. It's just there are things now that I kind of want or demand for an interface, and it doesn't have those. And yeah, I, yeah. because.
1: That was not a thing back then.
0: Right. And there's some other things I've been playing with too, as far as uh, creating little um uh, okay, it's not really creating. I'm playing around with it because I don't fully understand how it works yet. Is the being able to like instead of just have having a retro machine to play these old games, I would actually like to be able to launch them very cleanly, like their native application in Linux on my machine. But I, I don't know if it's a the version of of um of UAE, the Ultimate Amiga Emulator, I think that's what it was called. It used to be called the Unusable Amiga Emulator, but now it's the Ultimate. <laughs> uh, on on Linux, but I but it makes my compositor go crazy, and I don't know what the cause is for it, and then just, it can't, like, it, it. Just Plasma can't recover, so uh, don't tell me I should use GNOME. But, um, <laughs> but there, so there's something goofy going on, I, I have to do some bug reports or something like that, but what I'd like to do is be able to enjoy some of those games, those applications on... My Linux machine, and then be able to go back and forth between the machines. It's kind of my my eventual goal with it. But, um, yeah. and I think I told you I did some programming on the Amiga a, a lot, actually a lot, yeah. So, I I haven't done it yet, but I want to download the game that I created from the Amiga archive, uh, application archive, That's gonna be and, great. and just kind of play that, do a playthrough. I want to see how bad I am at playing it. I think that'd be fun.
1: <laughs> so, uh, last question before we... we... Change subjects. Um, what kind of hardware uh, outside of the Pi Four or, or Pi Four Hundred does that require to have a working uh, Pi Mega and be able to being able to play a game?
0: So outside of the Pi Four, with it, it's, it recommends two gigabytes or greater. It it will work with a Pi Three, but it's not recommended. Uh, you need your, you need an SD card uh, for the light edition. You need to have a th- yeah. at least a thirty-two gigabyte. SD card for the light edition, because it packs a lot of software on there. And then if you want the uh, it's called the MF edition, which I'm a- assuming means maxi-full, <laughs> uh, you need a 128 yes. gigabyte uh, SD card for that. <laughs> and it yes. and they recommend a 1080p display. It's kind of all set okay. up out of the box for 1080p display. I think okay, just, so
1: that's basically what you have when you want to use a Raspberry Pi anyway. Yep.
0: And then you just need to download the uh, the image, so the the light or the maxi full edition whichever and then you need to have the kickstart ROM and that's actually really the that was the part that was my stumbling block initially so I did purchase it from Amiga forever but something about how they uh, encrypted or or something I couldn't get it to actually work with PyMiga so I went to archive.org and did the Tosec download and I have linked to that on my Pymega.com.org.net page which you'll have a link in the show notes. Absolutely. Um but there's a the I get the Tosec download from EG from the archive.org for the TOSec download. I'm I'm running over my words a little bit. <laughs> so it is distributed as a zip and it's ginormous. Uh so you have to have some space for that. But um I did I just opened up uh and I have a link to where I, I should say I have uh, I show where it is on the folder as well on my on my how to. So you don't have to go searching and searching and searching. And then, basically, I put that archive... I'm sorry, that ROM from the archive on the kick partition, and then... bam you're and off you go. Yep, off you go.
1: Right, so no no TMP modules, so no UEFI 2.725. Nope. No, nothing like that.
0: Chris Edwards has basically done all the hard work on that. He's pretty much That's great. worked everything out, so it's just... You burn the image using uh, the, the Raspberry Pi imager, and then Bob's, awesome. your, Bob's your uncle, copy over what you need to copy over the one ROM image, and then you can. And then you're off to the races. Cool.
1: Absolutely awesome. Now, let's take this opportunity to say hello to Monica, who Monica. joined us in the uh, Twitch chat. Hello, Monica. Good evening. Good afternoon for you, I guess. Welcome to the show. This is episode... Thirteen of Maker's Corner that we are recording after a long hiatus, and so I didn't stop doing stuff during this uh, this year. Of course, um, I did. Uh, I did some some uh, woodworking. I did some uh, software programming. I did. Uh, I, I kind of did stuff, and the, the funny thing is that. You know, when, when the confinement started, we, we all thought, oh, now that's great. We have... Oops. My, sorry off for the mic. Um, now we have lots of time uh, because we don't have to travel anymore uh, to go back and forth to work. Uh, some people just couldn't work. Uh, I know uh, I, had, uh, I have friends who work in factories. They just couldn't go to work. So they, they didn't have... And I thought, initially, I thought, yeah, that's great. And I now have um, lots of time I can... You know, end my day, my work day here, and then be downstairs thirty seconds later and start working on project. Well, it turns out that that more time I didn't use for current project. I, I I kind of kind of had my schedule, and then I suddenly had more time, and I didn't use this time to do the usual stuff. I started new stuff, and then I suddenly realized that those new stuff. Just took more time than I had and, and it, it kind of went crazy in my schedule. I went behind schedule on almost every single thing and I was I just couldn't understand why with more time I had less time.
0: So what is I don't know is, if that makes any sense. It does. But... So um you've seen um you've seen enough Star Trek. You know that when uh there's a the, when when you have this uh when your schedule opens up it actually causes a break in the space-time continuum and yes yeah, and like and they basically have these little loops and you and you relive those loops i guess get kind of stuck in those loops. i guess yeah and yeah. uh and then you just lose all lose all time like it was it's amazing um it's like like when i was when i was working you know for my last employer before they you know said off with you um i i would like it was really weird like i, w- I would get up early like you know 5 a.m or so to start my day and it seemed like by the time I got everything engaged for the day, like, what happened to it? At six o'clock, I'm I'm behind schedule now already. I, I couldn't I didn't understand. Like, it's like an hour just disappeared as I'm walking up the stairs. So I don't know if maybe I got locked into some sort of a like, yeah uh, a, a time vortex or something. I don't know what happened, but yeah. but I have to be very conscientious to prevent that getting stuck in those those uh, those those time. Um, I don't know what they were. Those holes, holes, yeah, time
1: holes, yeah, pretty much. But yeah, make it. Monica says in the in the chat that it does make sense. So I guess I'm not the only one. But I I just really I just couldn't figure out how, with more time on my hands, I actually found that I had less time to do my 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 stuff. So I it took a long time to get organized and and you know clear the backlog and and stuff. Because when you have a lot of backlog, suddenly it doesn't it becomes a burden and you say, oh I don't want to do that. That's too much to do. But yeah so that's yeah, uh, that's how I that's how I ended up uh, editing the last 3 episodes of uh, Makers Corner just those past uh, 6 weeks and then we decided that we were going to start recording again because you know stuff are slowly going back to I won't say they're going back to what they were before but uh, yeah stuff uh, things are going at least here in Switzerland, I don't know how it is um, in the rest of the world, but they're going the right way, right? Um, so, so um, stuff that I did during this hiatus, I yeah. have, I have, yes. So I, go I ahead. I was going to say,
0: so I, I do recall last fall you made yourself a server rack based on the gaming rack that I did exactly, and I was excited yes. that you, and I even said, told some, I was excitedly told somebody else, I said, yes, my friend Yannick, he did actually u- use my design. Although he did a better job, uh, I just assumed he did a better job.
1: <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but that's what I was going to talk about. There are two two things that I just wanted to talk about. Um, not not many uh, in many details because I'm going to come back on those with uh, details and photos and stuff like that in, in future episodes. But yes, so one one of the things I did is a server rack. Um, I was uh, I was uh, you know pleased with with the one you did. For your uh, entertainment system, I think yeah, I recall.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. And so I, I, I had, I have here two computers that I, um, I just can't put in my office because you know too many computers is just uh, that it just don't work. So and and uh, on top of that, I don't use them twenty four seven. So I needed a place to put them, but I also didn't want to carry around a screen, a keyboard, a mouse each time I wanted to use them. So. I built a a server rack, um, at the bottom of which uh, I can put two, maybe three, but they would be very close and they would probably overheat. Um, Desktop computer uh, Mm -hmm. in the um, vertical uh, side. One is a server that I got from my boss uh, who was going to send it to the trash and uh, he gracefully... uh, Give it to me. So thank you for that. Buzz. That's awesome. Um, uh, yes, that's awesome. That's an old, um, well, semi-old Dell server, and then I have my old PC, which uh, which is not as as powerful as this one, but it's, uh, it has a decent graphic card. So I'm going to put uh, right now it has Windows Family on it, but I'm going to put Windows Pro because Family doesn't allow you to do, do RDP. And as I mentioned a few weeks ago in our Telegram group, I have discovered that you can use Fusion 360 via RDP, and it works mm-hmm. great. So that's what, what I'm of, going to use this computer for.
0: What kind of like lag time do you have with RDP? Because it seems like any time I do any RDP stuff, it's very um, herky-jerky, I guess.
1: Well, I use Remina, and I, was, I tried that on a computer. Not my computer, but on a, a computer. A friend uh, let me uh, test that. Um and uh over the internet and I almost didn't have any lag. Remina mm. does a great job for that. Mm. Yes. That's good enough. So I guess on my local network it should be more than usable. So on top of of the the the, the bottom uh space there's uh there are two or three small spaces like uh I don't know, a uh, couple of inches maybe uh maybe a little bit more than that. One of which has a Ethernet hub, um, switch, not hub, and Ethernet switch so that I can, I can uh, connect both computers to the network. And it's a four or eight port uh, switch that I, I got for, uh, uh, not, not that was not very expensive. I, I think I got that for Black Friday, so I got a hmm. good deal on that. So I can plug a few Raspberry Pis um, oh, if nice. I want to on that. And that is connected to a... Uh, how do you call that? The, those plugs you put in the in the mains uh, and they trans, uh, transport the uh, network on the
0: yeah. On the electrical wires. Yeah, and you're talking about, e- yeah, and, and you're talking about I don't know what they're called though, but they uh, it's like an yeah Ethernet no, over power things. or something like that. Ethernet. Some, yeah, yeah,
1: something like that. Yes. So I use that to um, get the the internet from here, and it works perfectly. Uh, also, um, on top of that, I have a bigger space if I want to put I don't know. Um, stuff books and stuff like that and then i have a retractable tablet for my keyboard so when i want to use the rack and i am in front of the rack i just pull and i have the keyboard and the mouse and then i i can pull it back inside when i don't when i'm not there That's on cool. top of that i have a big yes on top of that i have a big space for the screen and in order to share the screen keyboard and mouse with uh, all the devices i have a I don't know why it's called. Is it is it a KVM or? A, well, it's one of those things where you can switch uh, a KVM, yeah, uh, HDMI and USB uh, between multiple machines. So I have this one has four ports, I think, and I have a, a nice uh, remote control that I is sitting next to my screen. So I just press a button and it goes. You know, it sends the signal back here. Uh, down the rack, and it switches um, everything, and, and it works. Uh, it works perfectly fine. Uh, I have a kvr so also. Of the...
0: But it's it's yeah. a PS2 and SVGA, so I really can't use it for anything modern. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's it, it's a little bit dated, yes. Uh, yeah, it's long. This long one you... is nice. It it does HDMI, full edge. I think I think it goes to to 2K or um, oh, wow. uh, 4K. Um, not sure. And then it also has um, USB, so you can plug a USB keyboard and mouse. And uh, it's yeah, it's uh, it's it's really cool. It works perfectly. Um, so that was one of the projects I did. Um, I will come back on that on a future episode. And I also did a couple of um, cabinets for my dog, not to put the dog in in there, but have um, a Swiss Shepherd. Uh, and now she's sleeping right now. Um, so it's it's the size of a German Shepherd. If you okay. if you want a comparison, uh, same size. And so I built two, two, two stuff. One is for uh, for food. So I had a, 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 like a, a bench mm-hmm. with two round holes where I can put the um, yeah, food dishes. The yes, the dishes. But, and yeah. so uh, so now she doesn't have to you know bend her, her neck. It's at the um, the height proper height, so she can uh, get food and water without uh, breaking her neck. And so, because it's that high, I made two drawers. I didn't bother putting some drawer slides. It's just drawers. Um, they are sitting on on the, a piece of wood. So if I when I I pull on the drawers a little bit too much, it it falls. I need to add runners or something. I, I didn't bother to do, doing that. So, and those drawers get some some stuff. The med, uh, meds that she has, and uh, and um, uh, doggy
0: vitamins, uh, uh,
1: treats. <laughs> yes, dog dog treats and vitamins and stuff like yeah. that. And also, you know, because it's a big dog, she uh, eats a lot of of dog food. And I have I've got those huge twenty five kilograms bags of dog food and they are very high mm-hmm. and and so I did another um, kind of bench that uh, with uh, three covers that I uh, three compartments and I can put the bags in there and store them and so they are protected because she's very clever and when I let once i I let one of those bags next to her uh, a place and she kind of tried to Eat the bag to get to the food, <laughs> so I I have um, and now I have uh, this um, very tall uh, bench in which I can put that. And in the middle section, I have made some very large compartments so I can store uh, stuff like you know uh, balls when she wants to play with the with the the balls and uh, and you know lots of stuff that I've I've got and uh, stored in, in there. So it's uh, it's really useful. It's a lot cleaner now. Um, our place all of our stuff are at the same same place. It's uh, I'm very pleased with what I've I've, uh, I've done here. So did, did you paint yes, it? Yes, Monica. S- next time we need a dogo camera. <laughs> yes,
0: you have to oh. like a second a, sec- a second camera that you can flip to, whatever.
1: Yeah, um, uh, I don't. I don't even know where she is now. Now she's she's probably downstairs.
0: She probably thinks you're talking too much. Um, so what did <laughs> She's you? <do>? Wrong. <laughs> did you like stain it or paint it, or what did you do, or just like raw uh, wood?
1: So for not for the for the the, the storage cabinet. Oops, my microphone once again. Uh, the storage cabinet, I just leave it um, raw wood. Uh, I didn't do anything for the the part for the um, the food uh, bowls. I covered the the top with a metallic. Uh, Paper, you know, okay. some some sticky paper that's kind of metallic, and so that if there are water spills, uh, it doesn't get into the wood. Okay, um, and that's that's pretty much what I did. I didn't want to add anything that could be uh, potentially harmful for her, so I just la- left the uh, the thing bare. Gotcha. and uh, Yeah, it's uh, it's still it's still great right now, and uh, uh, hopefully it's gonna stay like that for uh, a few years now.
0: Good deal that's cool i'm sure I'm sure she appreciates yeah. not putting her head t- too far down no oh, I, I built something for yeah. the dog I had my greyhound uh she's a retired race dog that uh was it was a, it was a food stand it had um not probably not so nice as yours, but basically had you know holes that were sized for the water in the food bowl to raise it up a little so she' not have to bend down as far but um 'cause I know she she would struggle if if it was on the ground yeah. although. Uh, she didn't struggle with getting on the counters for things and when I early when I got it at first for getting food. So maybe I should have just left it on the counter. I don't know. Maybe. Um, <laughs> but
1: yeah, they're very clever. Those those dogs. Those animals. Yeah. yeah. They, they know where the food mm-hmm. is. They
0: mm-hmm. they know where their bread is buttered. But um,
1: exactly, exactly, yes.
0: But I, I just um I left mine. I used like pressure treated wood and I left it raw. I didn't I didn't do anything with it. Eventually, I think mm-hmm. one of my kids ended up painting it purple. For her and put it in front of like a why you know, not yeah so like like it kept changing color over time and I just I just let him do it you know whatever mm-hmm. but um that's great that's great I still have it because every once in a while I dog sit so I'll have um you know I'm gonna have a a bowl thing for that and um although my dog is gone now I do miss my dog she was a great dog mm. I I still have her yeah. ashes in an urn in my living room I put uh, googly eyes on the urn so that she can keep watching me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's nice. That's awesome. So. Yes. All right. So I, I also did um, some other projects. Um, I actually did a, a bed for my dog. Oh, a huge, giant bed uh, that I did for uh it. so, Well, it's really uh, four four uh, you know, planks of wood uh, hmm. uh, stitched together. But yeah, I did that. Um, yeah. So I did that, and l- the latest thing I have. Well. Two things I've done. I've done um, for my daughter. I've done some a, a cabinet to put in uh, at the head of her bed because mm-hmm. she's um, the her bed is against the wall, you know, in the in the uh, length, mm-hmm. and so there's nothing on the uh, at the head of the of the bed. So I've, I've done that. I'm going. I it's not finished that yet. So um, I'm I'm going to finish that and then I, I can talk about it on the show. And I also did a uh another um it's a chimney but it's not for fire it's it's for another dog it's uh for uh, uh my daughter's mom my ex wife she's gonna have a dog soon so uh, i built her a, a a yeah some it's really it looks like a chimney and uh that's the that's gonna be the the place for the for the dog so i'm gonna take a few pictures once that's done too and i'm gonna um uh, talk about that on the show. So lots of project to talk about in the upcoming episodes of Maker's Corner, I guess. Yeah, that's
0: cool. I-, I wonder if my dog would have ever liked uh, a dedicated dog bed like that because she always would get on the couch. So it was always a loose. Ah. Yeah. So I couldn't get her. Yeah. She's kind of a large dog though, too, like sixty pounds. Yeah. Um,
1: mine is not allowed
0: on the couch. So. Yeah. Well, mine wasn't either. <laughs> Yeah, I understand. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I tried unsuccessfully. Eventually, I just gave up. I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I can't win yeah, this one. Okay. I just, you win. Yeah. Choose your battle. Yeah. And that wasn't the one I was going to win. So I just kind of gave up. But, uh, but you yeah, know, she was, she's a short haired dog. She didn't like make messes or anything like that. So it was fine. She didn't. You know. All right. So now,
1: we have lots of stuff to talk about. Um, let's have a look at the calendar because I'm going to be on vacation soon. But I have think we're the 29th of june so yeah the 13th of july so in two weeks uh i will still be there so we're going to record another episode in two weeks and um, so we're good. gonna pick sh- a project
0: because i should be in my new place and awesome. by then hopefully i'll every, hopefully everything will actually be settled but we'll find out but uh, yeah. i'm hoping it'll be settled and and what we'll i'll actually have internet and everything else if not i'll find a way i'll find a way i yeah. There's a there's a remote place I can I can do if if necessary, but I, I also want, I I haven't officially named the place like publicly yet, but it will mm-hmm. it will be called and I've already purchased the domain for it. I'm gonna call it my Cubicle Labs, um, because you know there's compartmentalized pieces of yeah, this thing, yeah. and then I, so Cubicle will eventually be a site I'm, I'll have. But like when I do my projects, Excellent. I have lots of space. I, w- I don't know what yes, it would do. I don't know what it's going to be in in uh in meter square but it's about 5000 square feet of undercover space. So uh essentially it's about four times the size of my house that I have just in that's not my house. And I'm excited about this shop, this lab of of all excite- of my of my excitement and then I will have a mm. lot of things to make. And so on that list will be and I'll, I'll definitely bring it up here on this show. This is kind of where I'll do my updates about it. Will be uh, I have um I have a pickup truck that's 20 years old that's in dire need of some new metal, so I'll be doing some cutting and welding and replacing of stuff on that. And so I'll, I'll certainly be taking cool. pictures and sharing it with the uh, with the class. Cool. And then, and then I have a, a DeLorean that needs to get pulled out of mothballs that I will be getting going again so uh no time travel in it it didn't come with a flex capacitor so we'll, oh. have, we'll have to um you know
1: well we can always you know print one
0: yeah, yeah <laughs> print one. uh the difficulty of getting plutonium i understand it's difficult to come by it's not at every corner drugstore like uh like someone might th- might yes. have thought but um but i'm excited about that and uh I'm, yeah I'm, I'm i'm looking forward to this a lot more making a lot more doing and i have a i have a whole uh I have a giant list of things that I want to do with, you know, priorities first, which would be making my making my truck a, a more usable machine, because uh, it's it's starting to fall apart a little bit. The truck bed is not in good shape at all. I'm, I'm, sometimes I'm afraid I'm going to lose my tailgate. But anyway, uh, yes, I'm driving <laughs> around jalopy. And I don't want an, I don't want a new truck, because then new truck payments, yeah. new truck insurance, and then yeah. everything else goes with that. So, um, but, but yeah, I'm very excited. Very excited for what's to come. Yes.
1: Monica says you should get a Mister Fusion in Home Depot for your Dolorian.
0: Do they have those?
1: Well, they should probably have.
0: I, I would, I would think. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that maybe Lowe's.
1: Right. So now, um, now that you have this new, ho- new home with uh, lots of space, I just uh, need to find time in my schedule and go visit you. And yes. And I, I, I can go and visit Monica. Uh, you know at the same time
0: and that would be fun because i i it will have its own guest quarters as well so you can have your autonomy yeah <laughs> it'll have its own like basically like a like a uh studio apartment essentially so guests can have their own place so they don't have to be you know have that awkward you know oh everybody the family's <laughs> kind of awkward here i don't know if i like this but you can, so a place to escape
1: All right. Okay. I guess that uh, gives us lots of uh, subject to talk about in upcoming episodes. Absolutely. So I suggest we close this one, uh, take a two days rest and, well, rest, (laughs) two weeks, not two days, two weeks rest and to prepare next episode. Uh, Unless you, of course, have uh,
0: something more to say. No, I'm just really excited that that it's uh, worked out that we can do this again. I was a little worried yes. that maybe it might not happen again, you know a little 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 work. yeah, but, but um, i I
1: made it happen, yeah, yep, I'm sorry I, I just six week uh s- seven weeks ago, i say I said, you know what, this needs to happen i I miss that too much, so let's uh let's find time in the schedule and edit those last three episodes, and then uh here we go, and here we come,
0: and I hope to also in the next after everything kind of settles out, I'm hoping to be, do some more articles for the makers uh makers. Corner Tech. corner.tech So the yes. site. I know I had a, I had a brain fart there. I mean, I even have it up right here, and I couldn't. <laughs> it's like it's it's right there. I can look at it, and I just I couldn't, I couldn't read. I forgot how to read for a second. <laughs> oh my God! Yes, the Monica
1: says. Monica's right. She says. She says party at Nate's house. Yes. Sure. Let's have a. We can have a huge party on your on your. Land. We could,
0: and it could be any time yeah. of year too, because I can I can actually heat yeah. the outbuilding. We can have like an indoor skating ring and everything, so it'll be great.
1: Excellent. Well, thanks everyone for downloading our previous episodes. Uh, we really appreciate that you take a little bit of your precious time to listen to us, uh, especially since. Uh, if you're listening to this, that means you're still subscribed to our feed after a year of hiatus. That's uh, absolutely great. Thank you very much for, uh, for um, you know, staying with us during this time. You can get in contact with us by sending an email at feedback at makerscorner.tech. I don't even remember my own domain name. <laughs> or by following us on Twitter at makerscornerpod or by joining our Telegram group at t.me slash makerscornerpod. Unless otherwise stated, this podcast is released under a Creative Commons by Attribution share like license. You will find all the details on our website, makerscorner.tech, if I did my job right and I did this page. If not, it will be there eventually. <laughs> and of course, this podcast is part of the Other Side Podcast Network. You can find more about our shows at OtherSide.network. Thank you, Nate, for coming back after a year. It was. Absolutely great to chat with you again about all those uh, different subjects.
0: And I have plenty more, plenty more. It's just a matter, of you gotta. I just will talk too much.
1: <laughs> no, no, <laughs> never. It's it's great. Uh, it makes for good content. So yeah, uh, I was very glad that we could uh, have this um, schedule uh, right on time. You know, just to have a couple of episodes before the vacations, and then we will we'll come back strong in uh, in August. So, thanks, everyone. We will be back in two weeks with an- another episode of Maker's Corner. In the meantime, keep wearing your masks. You know, it's not because you are vaccinated that you should remove your mask just right now. Um, and get your vaccines if you didn't get it just yet. Um, and more generally, take care of yourself. See you in two weeks. Ciao, ciao.
0: Cheers.